We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. We got Graceffo and McKeon back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. John Fast just had a fabulous update. We'll have another one here in about 27 minutes. Man, where do I begin? I know we do our football season, your CBS eyeball test on the top four teams in college football, top four teams in the NFL. But we have the Antonio Brown, is he going to play story. We have this pay-for-play for college athletes where it's not into law yet in California, and we're having this tidal wave of people saying, oh, those players deserve their likeness. They deserve to make money off of autographs. Look at the billions at the NCAA in those schools. Oh, look at the money they're making. And I'm like, wait a minute. Are you going to start taxing their scholarships, their free gear, their free food? Are, are you going to forget that they're getting four or five years of schooling for free, food for free, medical care for free? Oh, they should be able to share it. Do you understand the anarchy with cheating that will escalate if the stars are allowed to make money off of autographs or their likeness, that a school will use that not Violating NCAA rules during recruiting, but here comes a booster who is going to sign you to use your likeness and you're playing at X school. I'm not going to point out any schools. Or people would line up to pay 20 bucks for your autograph while you're on scholarship. Do you understand where this is going? I mean, America seems to be in a handout mode that you forget that you can work hard and make a living, and that an amateur athlete is not a professional athlete. And I don't care how much the NCAA or the SEC or any Power Five conference or school is making. That would be like me telling CBS Sports Radio that if they start raking in billions... Because I'm doing a national show on Saturday nights, and I signed up for X amount of dollars. And I understood when I signed up that this is where it begins, this is where it could go. And I'm, I'm going to say, wait a minute. You know, you, you, I have to be able to use my likeness. No, they, they own my likeness. I signed up for it. Nobody's forcing any kid to go to college in America to play sports. If you want to get a job and you want to go to school, then don't play sports. And by the way, and the race card was played by, I think it was Thomas Jones, a former NFL running back, calling out Tim Tebow. And my God, you know, Tim Tebow gets just ripped every time he talks. There's an element that comes after him because he, what? Where's, where's God on his sleeve or on his shoulder? And I'm thinking, Thomas Jones, let, let me get this straight. I get it might have been tough for you at college like it's been for a lot of us, right? Can't afford it, have to go to another school. Parents aren't loaded. You know, this white privilege thing I'm hearing, oh, my God, like everybody has a mom and dad that gives them a brand-new Beamer 
convertible with an unlimited credit card. It doesn't work that way. I was dirt poor. That's why I had to bounce around from University of Oklahoma, University of Arizona, wherever I could get the most financial aid, driving a beat-up Ford Galaxy 500. And Thomas Jones, yeah, you struggled in college, but you went out and made money in the NFL because college prepared you, their weight room, their strength and conditioning coach that you didn't pay for, the doctors, the therapist, everything, the coaching, the training. And now we just want to tell them, well, they should. No, here's the deal, and this is where I'm all for this. When a player's done playing, okay, when he's done, when his last game is played at a school, basketball or football, then I'm fine with making money off the likeness. But with these public schools and these colleges in Title IX, what are you going to do? Just let the the big men on campus make money and the rest of the team doesn't? Oh, how's that going to go over? Or the women, let's say there are spots in America where women draw well. You know, UConn, where they would people come out and get autographs. Tennessee, you know, Stanford. Okay, I'm I'm just saying this for the sake of this conversation. That with Title IX, you're going to say, well, we're just going to allow everybody to use their likeness, but whoever makes money, more power to them. Do you, do you understand the mess? NCAA and college sports is a mess in terms of trying to figure out where they want to go. It's like the NFL. Uh, one day it's um, uh, domestic violence. Next day it's uh, concussions. Uh, next day it's Antonio Brown. No, hold on. We got deflated footballs. Where are we going? No. Your, your scholarship, I would say on the average, with food medical attention, you know, everything included. I'm going to go, it's an average of 50 grand a player. Across the board, all sports. That's what people forget. See, you talk about these schools raking in money. Go look at the numbers on what the schools really are making. Go, go look at that number. Because they have, because of Title IX, they are providing scholarships and opportunities for men and women in non-revenue-producing sports, a chance for them to play, travel, be a champion, learn and grow, and get an education. Oh, but we're not going to put that into the mix. You know, Northwestern tried the thing about, you know, unionized or being employees. Okay, so are we going to start taxing their free scholarship? All right, so you get fifty grand a year, you're going to be in a tax bracket at fifty grand a year with the scholarship with no other job. You're going to be what twenty seven, twenty eight percent. I don't work for the IRS. I'm just doing some math. So you're going to owe. Let's just say we'll go twenty five percent. You're going to owe twelve thousand five hundred in taxes. Uh, where are you getting that? Right now you're riding the gravy train for four or five years at a school. And what about your degree that will make you money? I'll say you make fifty grand a year for twenty years. That's a million bucks. 
that you're going to pocket in your lifetime because of that scholarship that school gave you. But you want to rake in money because of a video game likeness or autographs or memorabilia or photos. Hey, when you're done, I think anything they sell when you're done, yeah, it's yours. But while you're under scholarship, that's a contract. But we don't honor contracts anymore in America. Everybody wants a damn handout. And you forget about what a business has to do when they have to pay every single bill. And because they're making money, everybody should share in it. Did, did you build the company? Oh, these athletes. Uh, it's like Jamil Hill's article in The Atlantic, that the black athletes should leave and go to historical black colleges to bring money there. Oh, okay. You, you really think? All right. You're watching sports today, okay? You're watching Clemson. Trevor Lawrence is awesome. Clemson's going to still draw people when he's off to the NFL in a couple years. Alabama has a, it's a machine. There's somebody waiting to take your job. Tua is big, right? Five TDs, what do you throw for? 444 or something today? Air Saban. To say that, and there are players that we get like Zion, that, that level, right? Duke basketball player now in New Orleans with the Pelicans. There's, you know, Shaq when he played at LSU. There are players who captivate the nation. But it's not happening all the time. It's not. It's not. And this talk of trying to figure out, do you know how boosters or local businesses around that university that are going to set up privately money to players? Come pay you a thousand bucks to sign autographs, but if no one sign or shows up, so be it. Here's your thousand. Do you understand how dirt the NCAA already is dirty and looking the other way? Look at the FBI case. Do you notice nothing's happening because there's billions involved? But I think college sports are pretty damn good right now. I do. I watched all the games all day long. I'm still watching Arizona and Texas Tech right now. These players are taken care of. They're treated fairly. They're getting access to an education and a degree that could help them make an income for the rest of their lives until they retire. They're getting four to five years to finish that degree. They get an experience that all of us would give up a lot for. You are not forced to go to college to play sports. The government getting involved from California to the talk of the same type of bill being introduced in South Carolina, like we need more government involvement right now with the priority list we have in this country. We're worried about the likeness or players getting paid. Don't go to college. Go work out for two years. Go to the G League. Go to Europe. You're a football player. If you think you're so big, then go work out for two years with a trainer. Sign with an agent. And then when you're of age for the NFL, go try and make it. More power to you. Are you paying back that school because that school is so big that they built your brand and you didn't have to pay a damn dime if you're Baker Mayfield who was bouncing around 
to a ton of schools and because he played at Oklahoma, a school that was already on the map long before Baker Mayfield. No. No players deserve any money because if you pay one player, you have to pay them all. And if you do the likeness for the big man on campus, you're going to create anarchy. And don't tell me about the billions they're making. Go look at your numbers. Yeah, you can look at Alabama or look at LSU's new facilities. You can look at Ohio State, but they got to take care of non-revenue producing sports that fly around and play in that same conference that have to go to those same championships. And because of the success of Alabama football or Auburn or Duke basketball, they're able to provide educational opportunities for men and women of all skin colors and all religions. And because a company makes money doesn't mean you have to have a piece of the pie. Buy your own company. Do your own thing. Sports in America is not a right. It's a privilege. And you are an amateur when you're playing college sports. You're not a professional. And I had somebody tell me, well, what about the Olympic model? No, no. Mm-mm. Olympics, they're not providing you five years of education worth two hundred dollars to $300,000. I get they're providing training and paying stipends and you get money for winning a gold medal. But basically, Olympians, to me, are pros in my book. So stop the insanity. And that's my huge opinion. I will deliver huge opinions within the hour on Antonio Brown. Why? Because this wasn't run through the police or a district attorney, and it's run through a civil suit. Why? He will play. And he'll continue to play with the New England Patriots. That will be coming up later. We'll get to your huge four in college football in the NFL. If you want to join in, 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at GEICO.com. Graceffo and McKeon are back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. John Fass with an update here in less than 10 minutes. First huge question of the night. Should college athletes be allowed to profit from their likeness? What California has not signed into law, but they've passed a resolution or bill or whatever you call it along the California legal system? I don't think so. I think their scholarship and what they get during their time out of school is enough. And a degree that could be a lifetime of making money. I want your feedback on that. How many people think Antonio Brown should play on Sunday in Miami against the Dolphins for the Patriots? CBSSports.com's lead story report, Pats Brown travels to Miami on track to play. Because it's a civil case right now, I, I think the NFL has to investigate. 
the NFL has to follow some protocol. Uh, you want to get both sides of the story and criminal versus civil. You get into the wording with the NFLPA. I'm not taking sides. I wasn't there. But I think when you hear civil versus criminal, there's a different tone to anything legally. That's my opinion. So we'll see how this plays out, and it looks like Antonio Brown will play. Graceffa, what number? I, I've seen him with one in 17. I don't think he's wearing 84, is he? Yeah, I would think he has to wear 17. By re- league rule, he cannot wear one. Right. He have, it has to be 10 to 19. My Correct. son told me this. He's a Patriots fan. He told me what numbers he could wear. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, he could wear something like uh, 11 to, or 10 to 19 or like something in the 80s. In like 80 to 89 Correct. or something. Yeah, so, you know, Watson's not going to give up 84. And, you know, but even my son said, okay, I, I want him. He's 12 going on 13. Been a Patriots fan all his life because of Brady, right? Brady's from Michigan or went to Michigan from California. And he said last night, because we were talking about going to Boston, and I, I promised him I'm going to take him to Foxborough before Brady's done. And he said, well, I, I can't get an Antonio Brown jersey just yet. I want one. But I, I I can't get it just yet. And I said, why? And he says, well, I, we got to wait and see what how this plays out. And I, I thought that was a pretty good statement for a kid going on 13. He didn't judge Antonio Brown. He said, let's wait. And, and it's pretty good patience by a sports fan understanding that there are things more important in sports. So you tell me, is it the right move for the Patriots to play Brown? I will say with how good they looked against the Steelers. And I know Bradshaw, I saw the story at CBSSports.com, guys like Brown prevented Steelers from titles. I I don't think so. Uh, I think staying healthy hurt the Steelers more than Antonio Brown going off the deep end. But you, you are Kraft, Belichick, Brady. Do you even need... The Antonio Brown drama with how good you looked in your opener. And I get that they signed Brown because they didn't want him to end up with Kansas City. You know, you look at teams where they didn't want him to end up with, and it really, it really was keeping him away from the Chiefs. Because then the Chiefs are all over the place. Kareem Hunt is gone. Hill can stay. And what if they would have went Brown? And they're thinking ahead. They're, they're not thinking now or regular season games. They're thinking January and February in the playoffs. But if I'm the New England Patriots, and I am the greatest dynasty that the NFL has ever seen, and I'm the odds-on favorite to win another Super Bowl, and Brady and how good they looked, why would you even entertain the drama? And see, that tells me something here, that they know what's going on more than we do, more than I do or Graceff or McKeon or any talk show host on CBS Sports Radio or anywhere across the country. They have investigators. I mean, look at Bob Kraft. How many people immediately said he had to sell the team, that he had to sell them? Oh, get out, and, and they, he has to sell it, that he's tarnished forever. Uh, where's that at? 
You know, I get the news cycle changes so fast now because of Twitter, Facebook, and 9,000 satellite and cable channels. I get that. But Antonio Brown, just like from the accuser to the accused, they both are innocent until proven guilty, but it doesn't work that way anymore. The court of public opinion can just bury somebody. And I'm not taking Antonio Brown's side. Like, look how well the Raiders played. And again, it's the Broncos and Flacco. But drama-free. And you're the Patriots. Now, it's the Dolphins, and they're horrible. They've mailed it in for the year. I don't know why they're not just playing Rosen and letting him see if he can become a top-flight NFL QB and get experience. But for the Patriots to play Brown, I just believe that they have to know the story. Because there's no way. All right, here, and how many people hate the Patriots? They're like the Yankees. Unless you're a Yankees fan, you hate the Yankees. Patriots are right. Die, Brady. Oh, he's a cheater. He's like Bonds with the deflated balls. Why would they, if they didn't know the story, why would they risk it on Antonio Brown where you watched him against the Steelers? They have to figure out a way to... It didn't matter with home field advantage last year. They went to Arrowhead and they won. So to risk it, knowing there was something there, or when this story broke, that they wouldn't just hold him out. Hey, Antonio, we're going to pay you. It's Miami. Really, when you look at their schedule, they might not need them until like week eight with how good they looked against the Steelers. But all of us become the judge. I mean, me and Graceffo were talking at the last break, and and both of us agree. I mean, we're not there. We don't know the story. You know, I, I civil versus criminal, like I said, has a different tone to it. It does. You know, you're not you're not facing jail time in a civil suit. It's going to be about money or property or apologies or whatever, right? You know, kind of like OJ. When you look at the civil suit, right? Versus that infamous trial. So you tell me two questions. Uh, my first huge opinion: Should college athletes, because if you're going to pay one, you're going to have to pay them all because of Title Nine. Well, they can profit from their likeness. Oh, well, man. Then you're going to have to pay everybody at that school. Just like you provide, well, we're going to do it with their likeness, not connected to the school. Who Who's going to police that? The NCAA? Are you kidding me? So your huge opinion on that, and also our second huge question of the night, is it a smart move? for the Patriots to allow Antonio Brown to play Sunday against the Dolphins. 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. 
We are back live across North America each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, mine and yours. Graceffo and McKeon are producing the show back in New York City. John Fass, he's talented. He'll have another update here in about 20 minutes. Two huge questions of the night. Should college athletes be able to make money off of their likeness while under scholarship at a university? I say no. Lawmakers now are getting involved, and I love when politicians get involved with everything. It goes so smooth in America. It's a clown show at all levels of politics. So you can answer that. And also Antonio Brown are the Patriots doing the right thing by allowing him to play. Join in at one 855 cbs That's one 855 at Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to beautiful Baltimore, Maryland, and Mike, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Good evening. How are you, sir? How you doing, Michael? I'm good. Um, the college stuff, yeah, it absolute fiasco, um, especially in California. If it's to me, it's just a voting ploy. Um, you know, just trying to get two, three votes. Um, and these guys, they, they, yeah, like you said before, it's, they're not entitled to anything. That's, I think, the problem nowadays. Everybody just thinks they're entitled to stuff. And if the government gets involved, I think within 20, 30 years, they'll be running every college. Mike, thanks for the call in Baltimore. And here's the deal. It seems if somebody builds a business and it starts making mega money, there's this call to action by some in this country that everybody should share in it. Yeah, sure. Did you, were you there building the NCAA up? Were you? You the player that you want to profit with your likeness? Are you going to pay back the scholarship to the university? How are you going to pick and choose? I'm telling you, these guys will set up autograph parties at businesses who may not be officially connected to that university, and they're going to pay a guy 1500 bucks for coming out to sign autographs at the local car dealership. So you're the NCAA, you're going to, you're going to police it how? Oh, uh, you can't, you cannot take money from a booster. Well, they'll just say they're not a booster. Or the booster will know someone where he does or she does business. It's, it will be anarchy. And if one guy in the team is making money and the other guys aren't, how does that go over in a locker room on the team charter? No. You're getting, let's just say, five years, $200,000 scholarship. I'm going low end. Two hundred grand. you are eating free. They've, they've upped the meals now, which was long overdue. You, you don't pay for your medical insurance. Oh, I think mine with... Five kids, or now three on it, four on it, is a thousand a month. Okay, that's what I pay for health insurance. So I, you're not getting taxed on that. That's why the Northwestern Union idea, and that they're employees. Okay, you're employees and pay taxes. All those free meals. You go into your school athlete cafeteria. Hey, at twelve ninety nine, you're gonna get billed three bucks tax 
end of the month. Well, where are you going to get that money? Yeah, well, I know. The athletes can't work because they're committed to school and their team or their sport. The reason why you can't work is they're trying to keep everybody from total cheating anarchy. And between your 20 hours a week with your team or whatever you get, in season, out of season, you still have to go to school. You need your grades to be eligible. And a degree is sitting there for you, which you'll make money for the rest of your life using that degree to get a job. Oh, oh, they're just being used. And oh, the the white players all have money from mom and dad. Oh, every white person has a happy family with tons of money. I read Thomas Jones was, I think, quoting a tweet or firing back at Tim Tebow. Oh, well, the black athletes, oh, come on. I get we're in the political season. So now, you know, Jamil Hill's article in The Atlantic that the black athletes all should leave the Power Five schools and go to historically black colleges. Really? Are you kidding me? NFL, NBA. Majority of those athletes are black. They went to colleges to build their brand, to get better, stronger, faster, smarter when it comes to football and a, and a chance at a degree for those that stuck around. You tell me where they were forced to go to those schools. You tell me that if the NBA is 75% black and the NFL, I think, is 55%, and I think the black population in America is around 19 or 20%, where sports are holding down a black man or woman in America. Where? Because it's the political season. My Lord. It's just, you know, any athlete, any person, not just sports, you work hard in school and you stay out of trouble and you're dirt poor in America. There is a free education waiting for you. Free education. I'm not talking sports. There is a free education waiting for you. There is. You're not going to be buried in debt. And I get that. I wish I would have had a dad and mom that could just funnel me money when I'm having to reach out to dads of my friends to help me get through school. Because what infuriates me is when I hear this white privilege, that every white person has a pool of money and a path to greatness. No! My Lord! Or that sports is holding. If that was the case, then wouldn't the NBA be 80% white today? Wouldn't the NFL be 80% white? Wouldn't all these college programs, oh, they're just using these guys to make money. Using them? Are you kidding me? Is there any athlete you see at Ohio State during the Ohio State-Indiana game or Clemson-Syracuse or Alabama-South Carolina? And Any athlete of any skin color, any religion, that's being persecuted while they fly in on a private charter, stay at a great hotel, eat great meals, have medical attention, academic tutors, 
and they have a chance to get a degree and possibly even make a living playing sports. And I read that garbage from former NFL running back Thomas Jones about, well, the, the black athlete couldn't, didn't have meals. I, I used to have ants crawling in my jelly in the cupboard when I was 15. Yeah, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I wish I knew where this white privilege highway was, that I could, I could play the white card because I'm white. It's ridiculous. It is. And the athlete, trying to say, if these athletes were paying their own way to school and then the schools were making money, but folks, I, I challenge any of you, wherever you're listening, to go look at the financials for your local college, your D1 school, school that draws people to basketball, football, hockey, whatever, women, men, whatever it is. And you look at what that school makes because they have to keep the non-revenue sports going per Title IX, which now being a father of two daughters, I understand it and the opportunity. You go look at, at yeah, I, I get that networks, you know, Big Ten schools each got what, $46 million I, and Don't quote me, I may be off, but they got a ton of money. But that money's not going for some country club or trips. It's going to keep an athletic department alive. These are Power 5 schools that need this money. That's why it's amazing when you look at some of the lower-level, mid-major D1 programs, how they've been able to sustain. And I don't think they'll be able to do it too much longer. But you know what? I look at D3, and they don't offer scholarships. And they have national championships, and D2 offers, what is it, about a, a third, maybe, of the scholarships that D1 offers. And, man, there are some powerhouse teams in D2, and they also have an NCAA tournament at the end of every season. I believe college athletes, especially with new rules where you can't uh, over-recruit, and you offer a scholarship, and you have to honor it, and they've, uh, they've increased the meals, and they're open where you can eat all the time. I, I think where it's at today, the college athletes are taken care of. I really do. There, I, I think what's lost in this is that because you watch so much college sports that you feel they're professionals as you compare it to the NFL or you watch the NBA, and they're not. They're not. They're amateurs. You are not professional. Well, look at the money the schools are making, man. And I'll, I'll drop some of the numbers for you next hour. But you can Google it yourself. Your local school, how much money do they make? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if the private schools have to drop all that information, but the public schools do. You'd be shocked. Like... You look at an Ohio State. Last time I did these numbers a year ago on my statewide show in Michigan, and the University of Michigan and Ohio State both made a ton of money in football, right? Football. 100,000-plus at the shoe, 100,000-plus at the big house, eight, nine times, you know, eight times a year. All the sweet seats, all the donors. 
And I know we have some great basketball programs, but the money you see from football is what fuels these athletic departments. But when, you know, Ohio State and Michigan are keeping all these non-revenue sports going, like a lot of Power 5 schools are, those schools aren't bringing in any money in terms of their non-revenue sports. There might be a little, but the big sports are keeping that athletic department alive. Yeah, is there some excess, just like we see in our government? Yeah. There's some excess. Now, band trip, uh, band deserves to go. Cheerleaders deserve to go on a to a bowl game. Yeah, it might cost the school a half a million. Okay, well, you're you're making, you know, a big school like Ohio State may make thirty million profit on their football program in a year. Yeah, everybody deserves a trip. I'm cool with that. So I do want to spend the last hour with your feedback. Should college athletes be paid or be allowed to use their likeness, their autographs, sell them and make money while under scholarship at a school? And then how many of you agree with the Patriots allowing Antonio Brown, as reports say at CBSSports.com, to play on Sunday against the Dolphins? Next hour will be all about you, the audience all across North America. I appreciate those of you who are standing by. Join in. 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. And also like us on Facebook. Search Saturday Night Huge Show.